Welcome to the GlobalTQM.com podcast, where we teach e-commerce business owners how to source the best products from China, negotiate with Chinese manufacturers, navigate Chinese business culture, and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. David Hoffman is the founder and CEO of GlobalTQM.com, your team on the ground in China. With over 25 years of experience doing business in China, David and his team at GlobalTQM.com have the know-how and experience to overcome any challenge you'll face sourcing and manufacturing in China. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. Really happy to bring this one to you because it's a subject that I love talking about and that's accountability and who's really responsible. And I think the answer is not really what you think. But before we get into that, I just want to say hi to Kevin, my co-host. Some of you may know him already. It's good to be here, David. Uh, really enjoy these these times that we get to kind of bounce these issues back and forth. Excellent. Love me. I love them too. I find you always manage to extract more information out of me, and that gives value to the listeners. And um, that's what I like about it. It's just self-serving so I can build my Chinese product empire that I'm building <laughs> on the side. So There we go. There we go. So for those of you who haven't heard this podcast before, to give you some background quickly, what I really do is every week I take real experiences that we go through in China, in our own business and in clients' businesses, and I share those stories with you and I reflect on them and we just talk about, you know, what actually went wrong or what they could do, what they could do better and, um, you know, the lessons learned. And I think that's just really the best way for people to learn, just hear other people's experiences, get the lessons and advice from them. And um, that's what the show is all about. And each week, I mean, it's really interesting that, you know, you kind of touch on one key point and kind of the lessons learned, like you said, and, and some key takeaways. And it's, it's really been good because, you know, over the course of, of this podcast, you know, we'll certainly build a library of, of really good content. And it's kind of a broad, comprehensive picture of what it looks like to source product in China. Exactly. Hopefully, um, I hope the listeners enjoy it and get value out of it because that's why we do it. So, um, yeah, Kevin, this week we're talking about accountability. And, um, you know, I get addressed with this issue and I face this problem a lot and really it's who's accountable, you or the factory. And, you know, with manufacturing, there can, a lot of be, there can be a lot of issues. Sourcing products in China is an emotional roller coaster and a journey that people go on. And, um, you know, there's lots of bumps in the road. And um, I hear a lot of people blaming manufacturers, blaming suppliers and um, all those kind of things. And, you know, for me, what I try to tell people is you've got to have the mindset of accountability. If you're going to source products from China, actually, to be fair, I think anywhere, it's not just sourcing products in China, but accountability is actually your responsibility. It doesn't matter what goes wrong. Now, I'll give you examples. Um, it doesn't matter how much you pull your hair out. If there's an issue, it needs to be dealt with. So, for example, you know, a factory makes a mistake, um, products fail inspections, um, they delayed everybody turns around and says, oh, this factory's a nightmare to deal with. Oh, this factory's a disaster. And they start blaming the factory, blaming the factory. And what I really want to emphasize, Kevin, is that ultimately, every single thing is your responsibility and your accountability. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that's going to pay the price. If there's a problem, if there's a delay, 
it's always going to be you paying the price. It doesn't matter who made the mistake. And far too often, um, I find that if you go deep enough, and this is really kind of the crux of what I define as accountability, is if you go deep enough, you'll often find that the mistake made is not necessarily the supplier's fault. Mm. It's very often you simply not giving, telling the supplier specifically in detail what you want, right? And there's a big difference between specifying something and not saying something, but expecting that result. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, is there a, is there a specific example that you can think of like over your many years of experience, just a really quick anecdote about uh, this is where I thought I was clear, but, but it turned out and I was really frustrated at the, at the factory owner, but it turns out it was actually my fault. It, ex- yeah. I can give you loads of examples. So let me give you a little example. You, you go to manufacturer, you say, well, here's my cup of hope. I want this mug in green and he produces green, right? And you send him a picture of it and say, that's the green I want. Right. And then you get the goods and you look at the green and you go, uh, that's not the green I asked for. Right. He's saying, Oh, how can you do this? You made a mistake. And you start blaming them. And I go, well, I mean, and this literally happens all the time. And I say, well, hold on. How, what, how did you tell the factory what green you want? And I said, well, I sent him a picture. Oh, it's got, oh, okay. Do you know that everybody's camera, the flashlights, the angle makes a massive difference. Even the computer monitor makes a difference on green. Yeah. And you just can't be vague. And that's why I say you're accountable, right? If you don't do your homework and you don't specify in detail exactly what you want, you can't expect a different result. So what you should be doing is saying, look, um, here's the Pantone color of the green I want. And, you know, when I'm inspecting them, when I'm check that it's that Pantone color. Everything you do has to be measurable against something. If you haven't been specific about a, a requirement and that it's measurable, ultimately what's going to happen is it becomes subjective. Green is green. You can't argue with that, right? And um, you can't say, oh, he should have known or he should have asked me this or he should have asked me that. It just doesn't work like that. You know, all the problems you're going to have most of the time are actually your fault because you didn't specify or you didn't make it clear. And I think, you know, for me, when you find yourself in that position, I think it's better just to own it and step up to it and um, really solve it in a good way, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Is there also a little bit of protection for you by being very clear in your instructions? I mean, like protection, if, if there, if you come with a dispute between you and the factory or type thing, is it, is it, does well, it work in your favor to be really clear? Of course, because if you don't specify something very clearly um, in terms of a requirement, you know, we talk about color. Another example is materials, you know, how thick should something be and what texture should it have? If you don't specify it and have a way to measure it, um, you know, it, the manufacturer might not do it wrong. So it's, it's, it's really in your interest to do it. And by doing it up front, it does protect you because if that's in your purchase order document and your specifications, the supplier at the beginning, and that's what I call front loading, is going to know exactly what you want. And if they can't do it, they're going to probably tell you at that point. You can't go to a supplier and, and, just say, oh, 
I'm doing a drop test. You know, if you finish production, I'm doing inspection, I'm going to do a drop test on the goods. And they go, wait, what? <laughs> uh, you didn't say you're going to do a drop test and it must drop from one meter high on six sides and, you know, flip around and not be broken kind of thing. So if you didn't specify, you can't say, oh, but you should have known I'm shipping this through Amazon or through mail order and needs to pass a drop test. I go, well, yeah, probably they should have known, but you should have specified it. You know, and I just say the devil's in the detail. If you yeah. go to do anything from a specification to a quality check, or even you've got an expectation that they're going to um, compensate you because this is a half failure rate, don't assume it, don't discuss it, put it in your documentation and make it measurable. I think that's another great example, just thinking about it now, is people say, oh, if I've got a higher failure rate, um, you know, the factory's agreed to give me um, free stock or replacement stock. And I say, well, have you defined what a half failure rate is? You might come with mm. a 3% failure rate and the factory says, well, we don't think that's high. That's normal. Uh, you might come with a 10% and they might say that's not high. It's normal. And I think it's, it's actually a good exercise because everything you need, expect and want, if you think to yourself, how, how can I put that into words and how can I make it measurable? If you just think like that, how can I make it measurable? that it's clear, the answer's clear, you know, it's easy to make a determination. Um, you're going to front load the right information and you're going to get a much better result because ultimately you're going to pay for it regardless of what happens. You're going to pay for it in time, in money, in customer dissatisfaction, or just in stress and aggravation. You're always going to pay for it. So it's your responsibility to do that homework and do that research and ask for the right things. You can't assume and expect it. I mean, I, I love the way you just summed that up. I mean, the, ask yourself these two really key questions. How can I make it clear and how can I make it measurable? You know, with the whole exactly. idea. And at the end of the day, like you said, your, your end customer is not going to go back against the, the factory in China. You're the provider of the product to them. You're exactly. the face of the product. So you're going to end up owning it either directly or indirectly anyway. So why not exactly. assume that, you know, be accountable as, as you mentioned. Yeah, and knowledge is really key. The more you know and understand about that product category or your industry, um, the less room for error you have. And, and compliance, by the way, Kevin, is another great area um, where it's your responsibility to learn what the requirements are. I've had people ship products to the US or to Australia and then they find out later they're going to recall the product or take it off the shelf because it doesn't comply. Sometimes it can be little things. I'll give you an example. Um, we had remote controls in Australia that had these little button-sized batteries, you know, those little round button-sized yeah. batteries. Yeah. And we didn't know that they changed the regulation a couple of months earlier saying that they can easily be swallowed by children mm. and it's considered a child safety hazard and you're not allowed to use those batteries anymore. We, it just slipped past us. We didn't see that regulation change. And we ended up having to redo all the remote controls and, you know, replace them. So we can't blame Now, a lot of people say, oh, the factory should have known, you know, they're shipping to that country. No, you have to know that. You have to figure that stuff out and, and then work with your suppliers and partners, you know, to make those improvements over time. So just don't underestimate the importance of that homework and research. That's what I want to say to you, everyone listening to this. And at the end of the day, I mean, if something goes wrong, own it. It, it's it's ultimately your fault, whether it's your fault or not. 
Exactly. And you're going to pay for it one way or another. Yeah, you're going to pay for it one way or the other. I love the way you wrap that up. That's right. Exactly. Now, guys, for those of you listening, um, if you just want to talk to us and get some free advice, you're welcome to call me anytime. You go to our website, globaltpm.com. You've got a free call button there. Let's just put in there. If you want to put, I want to talk to David in the notes. I'll personally take the call. I love talking to clients and I want to hear from you guys and see how we can help you. And even if we can't help you, we're here to talk to you and just give you advice on your journey. So please take advantage of that, guys. And I'll see you next week for another episode. Thank you for listening to the globaltqm.com podcast. So you don't miss a single episode, remember to subscribe to our show on iTunes. We'd also be very grateful if you'd leave us an honest rating and review. And don't forget to download your free gift, our ebook on China sourcing for startups at globaltqm.com slash gift. Thank you.